what is going on, Wolfpack Nation? Hope everybody's doing well this fine evening. So I uh, appreciate y'all tuning in with us, first of all. Uh, again, we're so excited here to get, have another weekly live stream here, rock and rolling here with the whole Tuffy Talk crew. And again, thank you all so much for joining in. Uh, make sure, again, if, if you haven't already, make sure, again, just to send us a comment, you know, at least just say, hey, say, you know, thought, a question, something like that. Just let us know who's here. I always love to kind of see who's here with us. Uh, I see uh, Benjamin Orman's already jumped the guns at Firekeet. Sorry, I had to say that. And uh, I mean... You We're know, not even that's... three minutes into this or two minutes into this, and there's already a call to have his head. Jeez, <laughs> I, I had hey, that in I... the pool. <laughs> yeah, right. That was the first comment. Yeah. No, well, so, um, but, but again, too, before we get rolling, though, too, I want to take a quick second because obviously this just news just broke uh, right before this live stream, and that is that we have officially hit 1,000 subscribers on our Tuffy Talk channel. So, yes, no, that. Huge accomplishment. Thank you all so, so much. Really do appreciate all, all of y'all's support and uh, hope y'all have enjoyed it. You know, what you've gotten so far from subscribing. And uh, if you haven't already subscribed, make sure to do so. It's free to do and uh, join the rest of the club, join the rest of the team. And uh, again, got a whole lot of exciting uh, stuff coming up here. We got the uh, wrestling preview coming up here this week. Uh, the first episode will go out tomorrow. Um, and then we got women's basketball, etc. So anyway, Got first jump to it again. Won't won't spend too much time on this topic, but I think that this is the one thing that is the most hot on the press right now. Um, but again, we'll be doing a, a women's basketball preview here next week. Um, so again, won't spend too much time. But again, gonna talk a little bit about it. So, Greg, I I saw you shaking your head a little bit. So so I'll, I'll hand it to you first. But I mean, again, I want to go ahead and address obviously nobody was I guess disappointed by the one seed from a state that it was like, oh, now we're at a disadvantage or, you know, oh, like, you know, now we're, you know, like, you know, not as, you know, dangerous or anything like that. Like, no, I mean, this team is experienced. This team is deep. This team is talented. I mean, I, I, we're not scared of anybody, but it, it definitely is a bummer from the fan side that, uh, again, uh, for those who don't know, over 75% of the tickets for the Bridgeport Regional were sold even before the selection committee even made their announcement so by by uconn fans so which means that for those state fans that want to go to bridgeport assuming that we make it there obviously not going wood um to support the team that that tickets are going to be hard to come by you know and they're probably going to be you know a pretty penny to get in there you know on top to get up there in the first place so i i mean you know i, I mean are you kind of in agreement with me on that or i mean you know do you have kind of a different take a little bit on it or I, it, it's definitely a mixed feeling for me because what's the alternative would have been Spokane. Like, I mean, how many right. of us would have traveled to Spokane? So I would rather take 25% of ticket sales and, and have 25% of the arena. Plus remember whatever allotment state's going to get, like we're going to get, I don't know what the allotment is for, for the women's. Um, but it, I'm assuming it'd be 500 to a thousand tickets there. Um, and Bridgeport arena probably is not holding more than, I don't know. I, I haven't looked, but no more than probably 10,000 anyway. So, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's going to be a tough row because if you think about it, we're actually playing Connecticut twice uh, because the fans will obviously be rooting for whoever we're playing against in the sweet 16. And then, you know, we would, you know, obviously play Connecticut in this, in the lead eight. So potentially you would, you would have to fight that crowd twice. That's a good point. But, you know, Wes has done. Wes has built this team for a reason. He scheduled really well. I, I don't think we're going to be phasing it. We played in South Carolina last year when they were, you know, a one, a number one team, and we went and beat them there. So the women won't be phased by it. But it is a little disappointing. I, you would think the NCA would maybe do something a little bit better about that for their for their game because they're they're all about preaching, you know, equality and and making the promoting the game. And the way you promote the game is by leveling the the court. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Making everything to add on that. No, I, y'all were, y'all are, I know we were talking about this this weekend. Y'all were more studying that than I actually kind of was. I was just more impressed and thankful that Virginia tech men's basketball beat Duke. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah. that, yeah, I mean, I don't, if it's to me that the way with the bracket is, I think it's interesting that if we were playing a bunch of rematches, potentially, um, I don't like that. Um, and I know Greg sent a statement out. I don't know, Greg, if you want to recap everybody what the statement was that somebody had made about how they schedule the the tournament, but basically it went against what they were saying they would do. And 
it's like, oh, we want to we look at matchups who they played and we try to make it all new. And it's like, yeah, literally every team on our bracket we've played for the most part. So, except for like whoever is long, except the opening, what, yeah, the opening match is the only team yeah. we haven't played. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I just thought that's kind of baloney. Um, but yeah. to me, as I'm the, if I'm on this team, I'm like, you know what? Let that be a little bit of maybe. I don't know that really gets you fired up. I wouldn't know if that would that would get me fired up. But I would be kind of ticked off that potentially that I got put in a bracket in a basically or a home field home court advantage for UConn, and I let that be motivation for me. But I just think like, look, we, we beat these teams before; we can do it again, and that should be just like it shouldn't be like this chip on your shoulder kind of thing. It should be like we we're gonna go get this. So, yep. Yeah, so. no, and and again, it's it's just a it's just really a, you know one of those things really where it's because I remember I, I was on Instagram yesterday and I saw on Diamond Johnson's Instagram that uh, you know obviously all the girls had like the reaction of like you know their name going on the board and all you heard in the background was the players basically talking to each other being like oh man we play both those teams like you know talking about Washington State and Kansas State like you know we play both of those you know and uh, so it, it just kind of was I thought funny to me even how like you know the first thing you heard wasn't like oh man awesome it was oh we've played those teams before <laughs> so yeah, like, we're good you're like oh okay so. which may play into our advantage too i mean just being familiar with the teams and yeah. so but yeah I, I, the same thing i think it's kind of like um it you know it's not i'm not worried about uconn at all it's just kind of more of a respect thing that it wasn't like a random draw like the committee had to plan this out this way and it you know it's just kind of disappointing yeah. but not worried at all well it, yeah, it, also it, too for 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 sake purposes i mean would have it probably i mean again tell me if i'm wrong but but it would have honestly made more sense from a equality perspective if they just flipped yukon and baylor because they could have like like if yeah. baylor mm-hmm. if baylor exactly was six was and yukon was five nobody would have argued that nobody mm-hmm. would have argued that at all losing yeah. by nine to texas so yeah. that's that's kind of the thing i'm saying is it, you know they, they kept South Carolina at the number one seed, even though they didn't win their conference championship. They could have done the same thing with Baylor or, or move Baylor ahead of them or whatever. I, I don't think anyone would have blinked an eye at it. Yeah. Like, no. It would have been like, okay, business as usual. Keep it moving. Mm-hmm. And and and, th- and this whole thing would have gone away. And honestly, I think that UConn versus Louisville is very enticing. That's that'd be a, that'd be a very enticing matchup for sure. But, you know, hey, again, you know, it, it's uh, – um, you know, it, it, it's also interesting that again, that I mean, we see a, a potential of facing Notre Dame down the road as well. Um, you know, so uh, again, there's a lot of excitement there, but yeah, I think uh, again, the overall consensus by any means is you know, we ain't scared. You know, I like for example, I'm wearing my camo NC State hat for those who are not watching uh, today because this weekend we're going to war for women's basketball and wrestling, man. Like, we got a huge weekend coming up here for NC State athletics, so uh. Um, and, and so got to talk a little bit here before we talk about wrestling, uh, Benjamin Orman brought up pack nine and I do want to talk about that. Um, so obviously disappointing weekend again, uh, losing both games to Notre Dame. It was originally scheduled to be a three game series, but due to the weather on Saturday, um, they canceled the second game and could only play uh, the second game on Sunday. Um, and I, again, it, it, my biggest disappointment honestly was that both games, there was opportunities for us to take the lead, to take care of it. And really it came down to defense and bullpen. And, uh, but first of all, I got to give a hats off to Sam Heifel, Chris Villam and Matt Willison. I mean, those three guys overall played really, really well. I mean, you know, you know what, when I'm saying bullpen, I'm not necessarily saying like one pitcher necessarily versus other. I'm just saying that just how the whole situation was handled just was kind of, Odd, and then obviously you know so many errors, terrible errors at terrible times that really hurt us. Um, and uh, you know I think that's you know pretty much it. But I mean, again, for me, I'm not hitting the panic button just yet. Obviously, got a big game tomorrow and and, and Wednesday against Elon and uh, Coastal Carolina, and then a big series coming up against Florida State. But you know, I mean, Michael, I mean, you know, do you kind of agree with me as well? You know, is it time to hit the panic button at all? <laughs> No, I'd say uh, I'd say it's it's we've opened the closet door. It's in the closet, but we've just opened the door. We haven't taken it out of the closet yet. Panic button. No. Well, no. 
It, well, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of thinking that's a kind of an odd analogy. But, uh, <laughs> I was thinking more like Pandora's box, but okay, we'll take the closet. Yeah, whatever you want to <laughs> say, Michael. Um, yeah. uh, I'm thinking more just like, I would say a little bit, a little bit, not panic, but just like, yeah, there's okay, definitely like turn. this is really, uh, we have seen this swing very polar ends of the spectrum here, and we're now nine and six. Um, you know, I don't remember what what Notre Dame baseball was They're supposed good. to. What were they supposed they're to be ranked? Right? Do you guys know preseason? They were well, they were top ten. Yeah, right now they're number one. Really, in the country or in the ACC? And they and in the country, the first poll came out. Notre Dame is number one in the country right now. Dang. So mm-hmm. I'm looking here. Uh, no, there's the one you're going second. with. So, so yeah. NC State was fit, picked to finish second in the Atlantic Division. Um, and Notre Dame, where they're finished actually behind us, yeah. So they're picked to finish third. Yep. So, uh, you didn't get a win against them. One game was canceled. Um, you know, it's first ACC series, but you know, this is a really young, this is a young team still. And I know we might be still kind of rose color lenses because we had such a hot start, yeah. But you know, you were kind of looking already early on as like this you were the hunted versus the hunter a little bit already. Mm-hmm. And I think you kind of saw that when it, this team got down, they, I don't know if they've been able to pick themselves back up just yet. And I think it's a young thing, learn how to play some defense, make sure we got our pitching straight um, and they'll figure it out. Uh, but you got to think you're nine and six and you have only gone through one series so far. And you've played teams like uh, UNCG, who you got the win at, but you lost all of se- the whole series at North Eastern, you lost to Campbell. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of not sure what to think of this team just yet. And that's kind of where I'm at. Like, yeah, I don't know if I should have expectations other than we're going to, you know, I have, I can look historically and know Avent will get it done, but I've seen the best of the team so far. So I know what this mm-hmm. team can be. And so I'm just eager to see them get back to it. I'm like the forget I think for them, for this team being young, getting the first ACC series win, getting the first ACC win will be yeah. big. I know we play Elon next and they'll give us a um it's not a you know home series, but the Florida State on the road. If we can get a win against Florida State and they are ranked number eight in the country right now, getting a win, maybe even especially a series win, that would be huge, I think, for a young team for the most part. So oh, for sure. Oh a series win and and and, and this whole yeah. narrative changes real quickly, real quickly. Confidence. Yeah. Um, but in, in Benjamin brought up uh, is Tommy Hurt. I noticed him limping around this weekend. And uh, I haven't heard anything about that in terms of Tommy being possibly being hurt. But one thing I do want to mention, though, about Tommy is I know that um, I was actually talking with a family friend of mine. And, you know, he, he was basically, you know, going at me saying, like, oh, like, you know, like, you know, these past, you know, six games, all you've seen is is what you're actually going to get out of Tommy White, which is just, you know, a, you know, normal, you know, you know, 200, 250 batter. Like, you know, like he's not actually that good and blah, blah, blah. Like, like, look what he did this weekend. It's like, okay, well, I, I'm not a baseball expert by any means. So one thing I do know is that with a guy like Tommy White and how, how, how much of an impact he made to start. You knew that teams, especially Notre Dame, that is well, well coached, is going to watch Tommy's tape exactly, figure out exactly what pitches he likes, what pitches he does well with, what pitches he doesn't do well with, and he's going and they are going to make sure that they do not give him any pitches that he likes. And I think you saw a lot of that this weekend. You know, you kind of saw a lot of that. So again, and, and you might say, well, I mean, so is Tommy ever going to figure out? Oh, absolutely. No, I mean, I'm, I guarantee you, right now, he's probably watching film right now, seeing what pitches you know he's he's weak on and, and, mm-hmm. and he'll figure it out again it's he's a young guy again he was in high school last year ladies and gentlemen yeah. so i mean he'll he'll figure it out y'all i mean it's 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 like you know everything we saw at the beginning of the year like yeah he's not you know going to hit a home run every single time at, at probably any point during his career but i mean you know could he be you know arguably one of the you know you know could be a, a you know a, three years after his three years here be one of the better power hitters in the history of in-state baseball he could be sure. he has that potential to be for sure so that's kind of my original thoughts but greg anything to add on that no i mean you hit it spot on i mean people need to realize he is a true freshman and so mm-hmm. like you said 
you know, when he first came in, they didn't have, they didn't have tape on him. Uh, he mm-hmm. got really hot, you know, just was seeing the ball really good. And that's the thing about baseball. You know, this is a sport where when you fail seven out of 10 times, you're a 300 hitter, but you're still failing seven out of 10 times. Yeah. So, so people need to put that in into perspective. And, you know, they always say it's the hardest thing to do is hit a round ball on a round bat. So there's going to be times where he's going to see it as a beach ball. And there's going to be times he's going to see it as a ping pong ball. Um, mm-hmm. Right now he's just going through one of those things. He'll figure it out. We've got great, great coaches that, that will uh, get him, get him straightened out and he'll, he'll get back on track. I'm, I'm, I'm not worried yet. Like, like the famous Michael Tracy said, we've opened the closet, but we haven't taken anything out of it yet. It's up there on the show. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, and again, too, it, it, it's kind of one of those things too, that, you know, especially to, I think one of my biggest worries is that I think all of us as state fans look at last season and go, Oh man, like, you know, we should be back there. Like we, we should be just as good as that team last year. When it's like, I mean, I even said, I mean, every single guy said it then they, yeah, I mean, they want to get back to Omaha. There's no doubt about it, but it's kind of like, you know, we got to keep our expectations within reason just because in, and not let last year really just drive our expectations of, okay, that's where we should be. And then some like, you know, it's, it's, we yeah. can't necessarily go off like that. You know, it, the, all these guys, again, seven out of these nine players in the batting lineup, uh, are brand new to to the team, and then one of those starters, JT Jarrett, has been out for half of the games due to a hamstring injury. So, uh, you know, and Devonte Brown, like you know, he's kind of you know started off you know wishy washy, but again, he's gonna get figured out as well. So it's again, baseball is a long season. Again, we're only a little bit over a quarter of the way through the season. We still have a ton of baseball left, and we just started our ACC schedule with. It. And at the end of the day, if we can figure things out during the ACC schedule, we're right there. You know, it's, it's, yep. it, it, again, it, it's no need to jump off the cliff or even look at the cliff yet. So <laughs> it's a fickle um, sport. It is, it is. There's no doubt about it. That it's, uh, it, it can, it can, it can drive you crazy or it can make you happy as can be as for sure. So, um, so, so make it, I, I've, I've seen you looking, are you got any stats for us or anything like that? I've seen, I've seen you scrolling around. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kind of looking at this baseball schedule and I mean, it doesn't um, get easier. No, no, it's not. Yeah, it's it's going to be easy. Yeah, he's, 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 you know, you probably, yeah. you probably, you got to get the win at Elon and get in A and T. Sure, if you're out of conference, kind of strength the schedule um, mm-hmm. or getting the wins there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just really curious. I feel like you can get the can't win the game against Campbell in a few weeks. You got to get that back. Georgia Tech's um, going to be a big one. That they, they, they yeah. that's a very winnable series. Like, yeah. We we got to get on the Clemson. On the- Clemson is not crazy to think about either. It's on the road to Clemson, and they will be packed for that. Um, we'll Clemson's, been, Clemson's, Clemson's actually surprised some folks this year. They weren't. They yeah. weren't. They weren't. I'm not uh, saying they're going to be amazing, but I'm saying like no. But they're no. but they're but they've started better than people were thinking they were going to start. Mm-hmm. So so Northeastern took one game from them, at least yeah. one. I don't know if they got any more, but yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, and then and then I'm uh, sorry. Well, no, I was going to say, and then on top of that too, Michael, just like you're saying, South Carolina won their series against number one Texas. So, I mean, again, it just proves to you that again, I mean, yeah. so what, if you're, if you're a Texas fan, are you jumping, you know, the gun or if you're Mississippi state where you started off six and six, are you going to yeah. be questioning your team too? Like, no, like you're not questioning them. Just give it time. All right. Go ahead, Megan. Nothing. I'm just, I'm just thinking like, yeah, man, they got to, they got to figure out a way to get a win against Florida state. Um, at least can't get, you can get the, I mean, if you can get a win, they're, they're a top 10 team right now. Uh, but then again, state was ranked top five or you know, top 10 around there a few weeks ago. So, yeah. um, yeah. they got to figure out to get a win there. That's just one thing I'll be looking for. And against that series, and they've got to me, they've got to get these, they've got to get these three Elon, Coastal Carolina, AT should be, they got to lock those in. I think Coastal Carolina actually will be, I don't know if their baseball is pretty good, but I think they're not too, not terrible. So, I mean, they're above average. Yeah. No, they're. So, I mean that that's that's what Coastal Carolina eats, breathes, and sleeps. Uh, well, yeah. uh, hold on, sorry. Well, football, football, football recently. Football. I know. Yeah. I, I'm not even used to that. Like even thought. Yeah. Like, Coastal, oh wait, Coastal Carolina's good at football. What? Like I I, I haven't even yeah. wrapped my head around that yet. So. Coached are good at football. Yeah. yeah. Is he getting hired away, Silent? Did he get hired away? No. Did, did he get a new contract? Nope. Yeah, I don't know what they gave him, but he's still okay, there. He's still but there. the but the but the but the the other thing, making I think you were probably going to get there is you got to win these home series. Um, yeah, you know yeah, you can't yeah. you can't give those away. So, 
Um, I don't know, but you know, again, every season's different, but if you look at last year, this is kind of the same pattern we did last year. So again, um, it's not saying that we're going to end the same what we hope we do, but um, sure. You know, we just, we, we literally just passed the one fifth mark of the season. So like, I think game yeah. 12 was one fifth and we're, what was it? Nine and six. Is that right? There's nine 55, right. there's 55 games right now. in the regular season. So I thought it was 56, so, but yeah. So, so, but anyway, but point yeah. being, we're still way early in the season, folks. So, still early. so no need to jump Lots yet. Of time. And, and you still got two of the best in the country and coach Ava and coach Hart uh, leading the way um, with the squad. So no worries whatsoever. But I mean, overall too, I mean like somebody like one positive is actually Josh hood. Josh has actually looked really impressive yeah, this past weekend against does. Notre Dame. So, and, and, and really recently over these past couple games, you know, coming from the university of Penn and having a year off, um, due to COVID, uh, I mean, coming in, he's been very impressive. So uh, definitely excited what the future's going to be like with him. Um, I spotlighted him in, the, in our baseball one. I, that was the one that stood out for me too. And he's just kept it. He's just kept it moving. So um, yeah. And the other thing, like Macon said, is the is the errors. We we have to clean those up. We yeah. have to figure out the defense because we're giving away runs. I mean, we're just giving them away. So I, they've cost us in three games for sure. So, yeah, and that's that's yeah. comes with the youth part of it. And then yeah. again, you got a you yeah. got a uh, freshman uh, catcher, first baseman, left field, and shortstop, shortstop. Yeah, something like that. Is that right? Uh, Not left field. Is it left field? Right. No, left field. Yeah. Le- left field's Gruber. So, okay, young uh, guys. Or at least the point. So it's just they need to, up the middle. Up the middle, and so those are those are key defensive positions. Yeah. So you're you're not wrong in that. Yep. Um, so one other sport I want to go ahead and point out as well is uh, our track team, uh, who, uh, for those who don't know, uh, they concluded their uh, indoor season yesterday. I'm sorry, not yesterday, Saturday, um, competing yeah. in the NCAA Indoor Championships. Uh, the women collected 25 points on the weekend, which is good for the team, uh, which is good for the highest finish in program history with a ninth place finish so again just just showing once again that this cross country slash track team again is just is is slowly but surely you know and, but uh, quietly making its way up in terms of competing year after year with the best in the country um so again just got to give a huge hats off to to that team and those and those girls and just again overall amazing amazing performance this weekend um so jumping over a little bit here, because the other sport that we're really looking forward to this weekend, uh, starting Thursday morning, is wrestling. Uh, I mean, got to talk about them. Cause, I mean, again, and again, we're going to release our two-part series starting tomorrow. Um, but we're going to be having on uh, uh, Michael Machiavello and Tommy and, uh, and Greg and I uh, were with them. So, but kind of wanted to kind of talk a little bit here while we got uh, Michael making on here as well, because um, one of the biggest things that really stood out to me when the brackets came out um, was Trent Hiley, who's undefeated and over 67% of his matches, he won by bonus points, meaning he won by eight points or more in those matches. And he became a three seed to a Penn state, uh, a mean uh, from Penn state. And then the, the guy from Michigan who both basically compete against each other in the big 10 championship. And if I'm not mistaken, the Michigan uh, uh, wrestler won over a mean from Penn state. So, and cause I was actually watching uh, for those who don't check this uh, channel out, definitely make sure to do so. If you're a big wrestling fan, Fanco wrestling, and basically his immediate thought from looking at that 184 pound weight class is how is Trent highlight? Not the number one, not the number one seed in the weight class. I mean, in every other weight class, if you, if you had a wrestler that was undefeated and specifically undefeated, and as dominant as Trent Hadley has been this season, yeah, they've always been the number one seed. Period. Like what, whether you think Amin or the Michigan wrestler is better or not, it's at the end of the day, Trent Hadley deserved it because he was undefeated. And I mean, he monster smashed every single wrestler he went against this season. So how is he not the number one seed? And, and yeah, Anthony Santora right there said a <laughs> Big Ten bias. Yeah, no, it, it's and I think that was right on cue. I mean, yeah, right on cue. So thank you, Anthony, for that. Yeah, no, I mean that's 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 all that was. There's just no way. There's no other reason um, that that Trent shouldn't have been the number one overall seed. That's, but I mean, in in because one other thing I want to say as well about it though is that that there's no doubt that wrestlers are some of the most competitive athletes there are. 
period in college sports. And you know that Trent Highlight. And, and so that's why part of me is saying, well, I'm not necessarily too upset about it because you know this is going to add some some fuel right. to that fire for Trent. Like, you know, he is going to be coming out. Oh, okay. Three C, do you say, huh? Okay. We'll see about that. So, you know, that, that's kind of my initial thought. I mean, so, I mean, I mean, Michael, have anything to add on that or whatsoever? I mean, uh, I you know, mean what was your- he, yeah, I think he definitely deserved it. He's definitely one of the more, um, besides being so dominant, like you said, he's definitely one of the more entertaining guys to watch on the team. He's just has yes. so much energy. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, like you said, hopefully he just uses yeah. that as more motivation. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I, or, I was looking here. He's on, he has, he's 17 and oh, <laughs> he's 17 and oh, the other guys are have one loss each. Yep. Mm-hmm. Really? That so the one loss is better than I mean it was was uh Trent's uh schedule that much softer than those guys kind of thing? Or is his competition that much softer? I don't I don't know. I don't I don't follow wrestling enough, but I would yeah. think the guys undefeated with the same amount of matchups should get the leg up. That's just absolutely how it normally would well, work. Well, especially especially because if you look at the one twenty five pound weight class their number one overall seed is another guy from Michigan, uh, but he only competed in 11 matches this year. Now he was 11 and 0, but he basically won every single one of those matches by bonus points. He was a former two, I think he won the national championship two years ago. Um, so, I mean, so again, that should have set the precedent that, I mean, then they, okay, if you're saying you're going to give this Michigan guy who only competed in 11 matches this year, but went undefeated uh, and he won the national championship two years ago, then, then that also should apply for the guy who last year made it all the way to the NCAA finals. He was undefeated this year, and he won over 67% of his matches by bonus points. So to me, that's I- exactly the same situation. So why do you put one at the one seed and one at the three seed? And it goes back to Santoro, big time bias. That, that, that's, 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 it's the only explanation. But if you look even, too, at uh, the, the 157 weight class with Ed Scott at the four seed, I mean, like he's – that seems fair. He's he's, he's twenty two and one and his record. The next the next guys above him are uh, nineteen and zero. I don't get the Ryan Deacon uh, from Northwestern who's thirteen and zero. That's thirteen. Well, that's a lot less. And then David Carr from I guess Iowa State twenty one and zero. I mean that makes sense. It's fair. I don't again. I don't get the thirteen and zero thing. The guy being second seed, but. It seems it's, you look at the other brackets, it's pretty consistent. The undefeated guy gets yeah. the more this gets the higher ranking. So Yeah. Let that be fuel for Trent. I would I would be kind of ticked off personally. Yeah, for yeah. sure. The the one thing though that it was interesting and it'll it'll come out in, in the podcast, so I don't want to give too much away, but but uh, I think it was I think it was uh Mike Michael yeah it was Mike I can't remember Tommy, but they said don't don't read too much into those seeds because it never fails that the ones and twos get eliminated. So, um, you know, so if you're the best, it'll show. Exactly right. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially what they were. That the point. This what they were making. So, at the end of the and, day, you got to go out there and wrestle. Yeah, and kind of adding to it a little bit more in terms of Greg's uh, point being that that with wrestling, it's 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 such a mental game. Um, you know, there's there's really so much that goes into it. I mean, there's there's tens of thousands of fans there. Um, you know, at, at any one point, there there can be you know four matches going on all at the same time. Those are a lot going on. There's a lot of noises, a lot of whistles. So it's very <laughs> easy to, to 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 even for even a half a second lose you know, your train yeah. of thought and then the opponent takes advantage. And cause I mean, for those who watched Makai Lewis, Hayden Highlay, and Clay Lout, um, you know, which is with the one seventy four weight class, uh um, I mean, pretty much all all whenever these those guys compete against each other, it was just simply a one mistake match. Hayden Highlay made one yep. mistake against Clay Lout. Against, Clay took advantage. Yeah. Hayden made one mistake against Makai Lewis. Makai took advantage, and then Makai made one mistake against Hayden. Hayden took advantage. So again, it, it, it's uh, it, that that's that's kind of one of the biggest things. But and that's why I'm telling you, I'm going to be glued to my seat watching watching every single one of these matches. This is going to be an incredible weekend because because also too, again, one thing I want to keep in mind keep in mind as well for all the state fans out there listening is that this is probably, if I'm not mistaken, the first time that we've ever had all 10 wrestlers go to NCAAs, which is huge from a team points perspective. Again, because that means that's 10 wrestlers that are vying to get team points for you. And because there's only three schools, if I'm not mistaken, that have all 10 wrestlers there. So, and, and we're one of them. So again, it, it, yeah. it we I mean, are, are, 
Go ahead, Michael. Even if you don't, you know, even if you don't have an individual win and in their weight class, you know, they can still contribute points. So the more mm-hmm. more people you have there, the better chance you have of winning the whole thing. Yeah, and the favorite Absolutely. Penn State didn't even have all ten; they only had nine. So that mm-hmm. just goes to show, mm-hmm. like we're right there. We have a chance, and so let the yep. let the wrestling happen, right. and then the, the the points accumulate, and may the best man win. Hopefully, State. Yep, <laughs> yep, and you know because again, one other thing I want to I want to remind State fans as well is that our best finish that we've ever had from a team perspective was fourth, and that was back in twenty eighteen. And so, I mean, I again, I think that even if we come out of this like with a second or a third yeah. overall, that's super impressive. And hopefully, because we've never also we've also never had two individual championships in the same year either. And so again, if you Very if possible. If, if, if you gave me a contract right now saying second overall finish with two national title winners, I'd be thrilled. I'd yeah, be, we have I'd four wrestlers thrilled. in the top four seeds, so so there's mm-hmm. four really solid opportunities there um, yeah. for, to bring home a national an, an individual national championship. Yep, and you got to obviously circle Tariq, Trent, and Hayden. Yep. But Ed Scott yep. definitely, there's no doubt. Again, I mean, I mean for the fact that he went 22 and one, and the one guy he lost to. Uh, he pinned, he pinned yep, in, in, yeah. in, the, in the championship uh, tournament. So, I mean, you know, just like, okay, this guy's not better than me. Watch, I'm pinned this guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> And his mom so. almost had a heart attack when it happened. Yeah, no, that's, she, that's she not was a, really super. Yo, she was well, hyperventilating and like. Oh, so, but, so, so basically, was, the story behind that is, I guess there ahead. was a fan, which that will go unnamed. There was a fan that will go unnamed that I guess again was Rick. so excited. <laughs> not me this Greg. time. Not me this no, time. No, it wasn't Greg. Um, but because so, again, I mean, for those who haven't seen it, uh, basically what happens, I mean, Ed literally went from like a position of like it looked like he was about to get pinned. Ted mm-hmm. flipping him to, and now he was on top, and so literally went from yeah. oh to oh, right and, and, and yeah, and and after he pinned him, one of the one of the fans that was right beside it, Scott's mom, basically wrapped his arms around her and basically squoze her and was like so excited, and basically like he squoze her, you know, and it basically like when he released it, you know, like it got her lightheaded. It's a poor thing, you know. I was, yeah. uh, you know, but yeah. but you know, I mean, she was fine, you know, no big deal. Yeah, and she was I, fine, I, yeah. And, and he was very, very apologetic. Uh, so, so again, that's why again, I'm not, I'm not here saying you know you need to go after him. Like, no, like you know, at the end of the day, it was, no, you know, just it was, um, it, was, know, it, was un- it was unfortunate, but you know, at the end of the day, everybody's fine, so no worries. But just kind of a little yeah. funny story. It was very that. emotional, though. I mean, to, oh, yeah. just to say, yeah. it was huge. amazing. I mean, I mean, like it was. I mean, it flipped like that, and I was like, was, like what just happened? Like, and we and all got in. Yep, go ahead, Michael. Yeah. And that was a big upset too, right? Like he wasn't. Uh, favored in that was he also not, uh, the also match. connor match yeah. the, the championship yeah. match the championship. is one you're thinking about oh okay because yeah. yeah, the virginia he, guy was in the initial because because the carolina austin o'connor he won the national championship yeah. in, in, in 149 weight class last year so uh yeah. so yeah he was definitely uh unfavored but um again the one thing i want to say once again is that exact moment is one of the biggest reasons why i'm telling you that if, if any state fan out there is not following wrestling that right there is the exact reason why. Because I mean, you literally went from a moment of holy smokes to literally within a half a second to oh holy smokes, God. like you know, like yeah, like <laughs> what the heck just happened? So yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was incredible. So and I gotta say, Leighton, you've gotten me pumped up for wrestling, and I'm all in on it, and it's exciting. I mean, and you know, Michael, you were there that night when we yeah. went against Virginia, mm-hmm. and it's making you. We got to get you on the train, brother. Oh, I know. I'll be at the spring game for football. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta cover all our. We gotta cover all our bases. I could tie my shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and again, I mean, so that's what I'm saying. There's never a better time than right now to jump on the train, and and also too, because again, one other thing that was announced right before the live stream as well is that Pat Papalicio was named the Coach of the Year finalist for the fifth year in a row. Um, National Coach of the Year. That's just crazy. That's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Five years in so, a row. Yeah, five years in a row. So, I'll tell you who yeah. wasn't on that list was Connor Scott from Carolina, <laughs> our favorite coach. Our favorite coach. Anytime I get those uh, shade at that punk, I hope he's listening. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah he's yeah. tuning in. He's nothing one of our one thousand subscribers. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and uh, Anthony uh, also said that he's going to be putting the NCAA preview article on back in the pack to probably tomorrow morning. 
if, if you guys want to check it out. So, yeah, definitely. Thanks, Anthony, for that heads up. We'll definitely do so. And, again, hey, it'll pair quite nicely with our podcast with uh, former national champion Mike Machiavello and former NCAA qualifier Tommy Gant. So, perfect little combo there with, uh, with uh, two and a half days left until first matches. So, again, that'll start Thursday morning. Um so just go ahead and circle down your calendar. And basically it's going to be a uh, match in the morning, in the evening on Thursday and Friday. And then uh, they'll have the consolation Saturday morning and then they'll have the final Saturday night. So uh, can, can I answer uh, Benjamin's question? Yeah, let, let's go and jump into it. Yeah. Uh, March Madness. Let's do it. Go with whatever animal defeats the other animal. Um, yeah. So if it's a cougar and a lion, you always go with the lion because they're the king of the jungle. Uh, yep. Pirates and tigers, probably a tiger. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I got. Those are my tips. Yep. <laughs> now, you know, actually, there's a girl. There's a girl I knew in college who did a bracket like that. And she actually did really well. Yeah, I know. I've heard the stories about that too. Yeah, That's why. I mean, oh yeah. It. Honestly, though, in all seriousness, uh, for the NCAA tournament, it's going to be a wild tournament this year. I mean, um, you probably will have the two people that should be there at the end, but getting to that point. It's going to be madness. I, I really, I really, there's going to be some serious, I mean, there always is upsets, but there's going to be some serious ones this year. Cause you know, even there's the, no one dominant team. And that's year. exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, one, not even it, really two. Yeah. They've cycled through the one, the number one overall in the country in the different polls many, many times this year. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously Gonzaga has held, held that for probably the longest I would say this year, but, but I mean, they've fallen out a couple of times. So it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting I mean, one. Yeah. Tennessee, who won the SEC championship, is a three seed. So, yeah, which is unbelievable. That was that caused some some kite, That's some, some yeah. Duke bias. That's what that was. Yeah. Well, they've had yeah. yeah. Well, they had their fingerprints on the women's, obviously, with with what Macon was referring to earlier, and then yeah. um, this nonsense. They got the Coach K treatment for his God, final. Don't even get me started on Coach. K. I know, I know. I didn't <laughs> want to say it. I'm I'm so sick and tired of this parading him around kind of thing. It, it, um, like he treats yeah. his, he's a He's the greatest coach ever, but it's like <laughs> he like, the fact that he has nothing that he has nothing to hold on to this season so far is pretty sweet to me. But, yeah, it's well, it's very conceivable they, he gets knocked out in the Sweet Sixteen by Texas Tech. Yeah, I, I got a coworker of mine, Texas Tech grad. I was like, dude, you guys can totally beat yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, I would say it, what it, too, man. If Virginia Tech plays like the way they played, they are losing many games because they matched up against Texas uh, and then. I mean, the, the unfortunate thing is they got Purdue. Yeah. That's going to be tough. Yeah. I got. I'm going to be betting on Purdue hey. to go far. Hey, we almost beat Purdue and we beat Virginia Let's Tech. Say. We should be national champions. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. There you go. There's a chance. <laughs> I, no, there's no chance. That but I mean, yeah. It, I have not really gotten a chance to study this bracket. I think I it's really. Either. I'm really liking the fact that Carolina got put in the uh, Baylor bracket. Baylor's yeah. really, really good. Um, yeah. I think who's the most vulnerable one seed? Do you guys' opinion? Because Arizona, Gonzaga, Baylor, and Kansas. I would say Kansas. Yeah, I think Baylor. Mm. Really? You think Baylor? I think Kentucky. I think Kentucky will if make it to the Final Four out of that. Yeah, I I definitely thought. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, when you say most vulnerable, I mean, I guess it depends on when you think they're going to be vulnerable. Yeah, early early on, or like when you get down to the to the nitty gritty. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be curious to see. Have you guys seen anything on Arizona this season? They're they're Pac twelve team is Pac twelve ever really that great? I'm in so, bed before they play. Their their metrics are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Metrics. I, are I, good. Well, metrics aren't always great either. Virginia Tech was really good in the metrics, and they're an eleven seed. So, but yeah, I, I've seen I've seen a lot of big name, uh, you know, people predict Arizona to win it all this year. Yeah, um, so too. I mean, there's. There's no doubt there's been a lot of hype. And, like, for me, I picked uh, Kentucky to win it all in my bracket uh, today. Um, and, and and more just because, again, I mean, just – I don't know. I just think that, again, Kentucky is just one of those weird teams that, I mean, they if they if if they want to play well, there's not many right. teams that can beat them. But they're just so, you know, like this. But I'm just I, – I don't know. I just look at the bracket. I just, I just see know, them making a run. But I hear their women's yeah. team's pretty good. What – they're a dark horse and men's and women's this year. They're I was doing horse. that more for your wife. <laughs> Just wanted to throw some more shade at her. <laughs> I, no, I, but I, you're I, right though. You're right. They could they could do some damage. The women's Kentucky team can. They're they're like yeah. one of the hottest teams in the country on the women's because they're in Louisville's side of the bracket, correct? Yeah. Yeah. 
for women. Wait, Kentucky? I thought I thought they were in ours. No, I've got my money. Ours. I've got my money on back in men's basketball. I got my Which money one are they in, Michael? Which one are they in? Are they in ours? They're in ours. Yeah, yeah we, I thought they were. Oh. Yeah, I we would play them in the Sweet, Sweet 16. 16 if yes. they were to beat Kentucky, Kentucky. women. Because it's oh, either yeah. it would either be them or Notre Dame. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say I studied our bracket. Personally, I would well. give me. Uh, I think KL. I mean, uh, not KL. Debbie Al would love a Kentucky NC State matchup. She'd have to be there because she Debbie Al coached Kentucky. Coach at Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I did forget about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that'd be kind of cool for her. Yeah, and cool and I think her. I would love to see that. To me, we've already yeah. played Notre Dame. Give us somebody else to take down. So. So that's a good question. Oh, yeah. Do you want to? You want to? Re- I mean, let's not get too far into this because we want to. We, we need something to talk about on Wednesday. No, I, yeah. I, well, I would take. I would take. I'll give my opinion right now, and then I'll dunk. I'll give. My, I'm gonna give you more ACC takes. I would take Kentucky just for the fact that it would at least give you one. Get, there's more better chance the ACC lasts longer. That's the only reason why I would say yeah. that you play them and you last longer. Now I'm done with talking yeah. about that. But jumping to the men's back to men's basketball, though, um, you know, one of the things that I definitely think is is, uh, I mean. It, like again there it's going to be a very interesting like like I, I don't know if you guys have looked i mean obviously one of the things that you always have to look at when you're filling out a bracket is the 512 matchups cuz every single year yeah. without hesitation always. there's always at least one yeah. and i i was i think i picked two upsets if i'm not mistaken and see i need to go back no. and find it when you're doing your brackets um, do you feel like because of that like you overthink it because you're like well there has to be one so then now i'm going to pick one and then of course that's the one that doesn't probably <laughs> yeah that gets it, me every time but I don't know. You just have to. You got to pick some upsets. So it's just like, yeah, you got you to yeah. roll the dice. Yeah. The other thing with, yep. um, you know, thinking about it more, you said which one seed is most vulnerable. I I do think Kentucky will make it to the Final Four from that region, but mm-hmm. Kansas also doesn't have an easy path. They got to play Iowa, who just won the Big Ten, yep. and then potentially Wisconsin or Auburn. So mm-hmm. I, I, that's I, tough. All that four is a tough those. One. I'm tell you, I'm tell you, Ender's matchup right here. You guys notice that Duke has a good chance to play Michigan State again. That'll be a yep. Hall of Fame coach matchup to see who advances. Oh, and yeah, you, I mean, That's if I'm Michigan State, I'm going to give me that win. Just send them packing. Don't even give them a banner. I would be all about that with Michigan State. Yeah, that I, honestly, point. honestly, I don't from a um, from a uh, basketball fan standpoint, I would have liked to have seen that matchup maybe come a little later or something like well, because that seems really early for either one of those coaches to go home. But yeah, Michigan State's not been good this year. Oh, yeah, Michigan State's not that good they, this year. They've been up and down. Oh, I know. I'm not saying season. they're I'm not I'm no not I know. That. Um but you mentioned the five twelve matchups. You know a team that I think actually could do which it stinks for them because they're matched up with them, but I, I'm going to be sure you could, I think Richmond's really good at basketball. Richmond's really was, good that's exactly who I was about to say. I, I actually well, watched the Big Ten the Big Ten champ get go down to Richmond. Fun fun fact. We want to have fun facts. I was at the very first uh, 15-2 upset, and that was Richmond versus Syracuse at Cole Field House. So wow. I was at that game the first. It uh, was the first time that a fifteen had ever won a g- opening round game. So, um, yeah. but yeah, Richmond they've always been good in basketball. I mean, always. Yeah, they always yeah. have been. That whole city. I he mean, does. you got Richmond VCU. I mean, that's a that's a good basketball city. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And. And and just and since I already did my bracket, I'll kind of give you guys a little bit of back, background on my Elite Eight. So I have Gonzaga beating Duke to go to the Final Four. I have Tennessee beating Arizona to go to the Final Four. I have uh, Baylor beating – sorry, Kentucky beating Baylor to go to the Final Four. And I have Auburn beating Providence to go to the Final Four. So you've got, so, so you got um, Chet Holmgren from uh, yeah. Gonzaga getting to uh, – So you got them – you got a, is it Gonzaga in the national title game you got? So, so I have I have Gonzaga versus Kentucky and Tennessee versus Auburn in the final four, and then I have Kentucky versus Tennessee. Gosh, you got a lot of SEC you going know. on there. Yeah, I did. I, yeah, again, yeah. I mean, just again, I mean, Auburn, and Tennessee, Kentucky. Like, and then and then that on the other side, you got like dream right situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you got but a I former mean, uh, NC State player coaching with uh, Tennessee and Justin Ganey. So, oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And a lot, a lot of people handing out saying, huh. He could be yeah. a head coach more next year. Yeah. 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 Well, let's get, I want to get to this then. So we've been talking about there's into the college basketball in general, but I want to go to um, men's it's the state state's team. So uh, everybody saw that Jalen Gibson transferred out, and yeah. um, I'm curious what you guys' thoughts are about that. I know I have mine, but uh, I want to hear what y'all's thoughts are. So if anyone wants to go, I mean, like Michael, you got opinion? Uh, I mean, I. 
he was Surprise, definitely one I expected. No, he was definitely one I expected to go. Um, you know, I missed, I'm probably leaning towards Manny Bates coming back. Gibson leaving probably leans that way too, because he would be then be even further down on the depth chart. Um, and, and I, so him leaving wasn't a surprise to me. I mean, good luck to him. I mean, he'll probably, hopefully he'll get a, get a spot at a, maybe a smaller school and really be able to grow and sh- show off. Cause he did, he got, he got better by the end of the season. Um, yeah. and then oh, yeah, he did. I probably, um, expecting maybe one or two more guys to leave. Unfortunately. Yeah. I- what do you think, Layton? Yeah, no, I mean, for me, it was a definite because uh, I, I think you knew going into this offseason there were going to be people, people that were going to leave. Like, you know, I think it's an expectation that probably either Breon Pass or um, Cam Hayes will, will likely transfer out. Um, but, you know, it, 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 at the end of the day, Jalen Gibson, even when you saw him, when you saw him as best, it, it wasn't necessarily an eye popper per se that you know you you, you kind of but like with Ernest like Ernest Ross he was impressive you know that his last game or two before he got injured like he at least yeah. you know like showed you know some definite upside there and uh you know obviously with Greg Gantz I mean we haven't been able to see him yet obviously but and obviously Duanu and then Manny Bates so so you got four guys right there that you feel confident you know okay well, let's see what we could do with them heading into next season and, you know, so Gibson would just be kind of unfortunately just kind of scraping for minutes. And it's kind of one of those situations, once again, where it's like, I hope I don't have to see you. Like, if I have to, if I'm seeing you, that's not good. Like, you know, yeah. like, you know, that's, that's kind of my mindset. That's on kind it, of where right? I'm getting at with where my thoughts were about Jalen before I give him that. I don't care, Greg, what are, you, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah. I, but the, I will go with, though, because of Gibson, I mean, I, I don't think he's a true five, though, right? I mean, he's more of a no. four. So, yeah, yeah. so you, but because of the way Keats's system is, you're only playing yes. usually with one big man and then four guards. You had to play the five, yeah. So, so you're not so, really asking the five to dominate offensively right. either in Keats's system. Right. So, exactly yeah. right. So, 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 the, so to everyone's point, he would have gotten buried because we're not running, you know, two bigs at any given time usually. So, he would get minimal playing time and. You know, in today's age, you know, with these kids wanting instant gratification, playing time, they don't necessarily want to fight for it. Good luck. I mean, it just wasn't a fit, you know, for whatever reason. And, you know, we probably don't need to get into the, you know, every speculation and um, good luck. I mean, I, we want to see these kids succeed. They, they, they Their first, their first, I guess, love, if you will, was NC State. So we appreciate you. Good luck. Handshake. See mm-hmm. you. Yeah, so my thoughts about Gibson leaving is I kind of I mean, if Manny Bates had not gotten injured, we would not have seen him play much. So it's like yeah, we're judging yeah. him like he's a season heat, like he sucks as a basketball player, but we were really never supposed to see him that early anyway. So mm-hmm. it's kind of unfortunate, but you know, he he just I mean he needs a fresh start somewhere. I feel like because I, I just feel like this was going to be hard for him to mentally and emotionally move past that people kind of blamed him for a time where he was probably not ready for. Um, yeah. I think the same thing for a guy. I don't think the same to back. I don't think the same way about this, but another guy I could see leaving is cam. I know some other sites have kind of speculated that, but um, I, I genuinely think he could use a fresh start somewhere else. I, you know, I think Breon kind of sees the potential like, okay, I earned some playing time later in the down the stretch, mm-hmm. but you know Cam got was a starter and then got benched. So it's like you come back from that, and you and if yeah. you know Dillingham yeah. comes in, then right, are you really you thinking you're going to be further. the starter potentially? So, yeah. um, I well, it, he would want to roll somewhere else. Well, again, it's kind of one of those things too, where it's like you know, I obviously then they Keats you know can make a decision in terms of what the fans think. But one thing that's kind of sits here for me is that if you if if you went all if you went in on Breon instead of Cam, I don't think anybody would have an issue with that. But I think state fans would have an issue with the fact that that you basically let you basically went in on a guy and let Breon go when you literally were starting him and then you benched him, like Macon was saying. And then all of a sudden, mm. this offseason, all of a sudden now he's going to be you know a a a a, a yeah. great leader and point guard that you know can compete in the ACC. It's like. I don't see that. Like, you, you know, yeah, Breon, what you want to see – sorry. Yeah, go ahead, I'm sorry. 
well, again, you want to see progression. You want to see movement forward. And then they, because it's not like with Cam that like he dealt with like an injury or something like that that was holding him back or like anything like that. You know, then they just, he just wasn't producing, you know? And 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 so that's why just to me, it's like if, if there wasn't anything like big that was really holding him back, which from what I can see and from what I know, there wasn't, then you, you just can't sit here and tell me that all of a sudden, you know, in, in, in you know, next two years, all of a sudden he's going to figure it out and compete in the ACC. I just don't see that. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's not unprecedented, though. You look at the kid that came into Wake from Oklahoma. I mean, you know, he he, yeah. I mean, he flourished. So, I mean, it's it's not Very much impossible, so. but, but likelihood. That, I mean, that's that's right. a little different because, like like Macon was saying, maybe he does need that fresh start. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. What what you want to see? Usually, what you want to see, what you want to see is a guy who, if he gets benched, that's like a motivator for him to like step up, and it just didn't happen yeah. for Cam. Yes. So. Right. Yeah. Um. Not saying he can't do that. I just. I mean. I think Cam's got a really high ceiling. He's just. Mm-hmm. It just. Yeah. I just think there's some psychological thing now mm-hmm. there that's like, you got a block, but just kind of like, I need to change the scenery. Maybe I don't know. Um. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm. I, I'm. I think there's been more tra- more transfers coming. Uh. But you well, know, when you look at, you don't need like stud players to play well. If you look at what Virginia Tech just did, like none of those guys yeah. are like Wofford. superstars. Wofford. Yeah. So so making um, you 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 like you like numbers. So over under transfers three. You take oh, it over the uh, under. Including Jalen. Are we right? let's, yeah, let's yeah, do yeah, halves. including Jalen. Including Jalen. Say there's there's a and there's two more guys who leave potentially. Um over under though I mean, if I'm going to take the number, I want to go over because we had such a terrible season. So, yeah. and I don't think that's a bad thing because obviously you had literally had the yeah, historic right. the worst it didn't work. History, so, so yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. What about but, you guys? Well, the one thing which I want to say, I the one thing I actually want to ask is, I mean, does it still seem like that it's pretty much head on that Keats needs it and it has his hopefully his sights set on bringing in a transfer point guard? bring in some help or do you think see them as really maybe more going all in on a guy like Breon pass? Cause I mean, that's kind or of or Dillingham, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think if Dillingham reclassifies, like there's been rumors, I think it would be him. Then you, then you can, but right? if he I doesn't, I, I would go get exactly. some guy who's like 22 years old, played in like a team like Furman. Who's ready to go try and showcase? Like, exactly. a, go find you a Reina Perez. Exactly. So, yeah. no version yeah. of that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, but so so what I was asking you, making so so basically, you're telling me that if if Dillingham reclassifies, comes in, and and assuming Breon stays, you still think he goes after that 22 year old point guard? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I mean, I think you need a guy who's at that point. You're not getting a grad transfer. You're getting like a junior. Who's yeah, willing to play for two years? Like, like, yeah. look, you can play behind this guy, and then it's yours next season, kind of thing. And I don't, I don't. The thing is, though, it's gonna be hard to put pitch playing time potentially. But to Dillingham, yeah. I, I well, yeah. no, not Dillingham because you already committed anybody, to anybody, anybody. Like, yeah, well, but you bring bring guy in. Like, you got, well, I got to play behind a five star point guard potentially, and uh, or McDonald's All American, you know, hypothetically, and then Breon passing as a system. Um, yeah, I, I think you got to pitch the guy to be. You got you can't look for a guy who's going to come in now. You got to look for a guy who's willing to play a bench role if he's asked to, and then say like, "Look, but like next year it's yours." Look at Diamond Johnson. It's probably a good way to put it. But yep. she's like a she's like a stud at Rutgers coming in, but she was willing to sit the bench, and now whenever you know be that um, sixth Raina leaves, she can be the next. She's kind of groomed to be the next thing. So that's what I think State should go look for. A proven yeah. college player yeah. that you mm-hmm. can then say, "Look, you can play. You're going to get playing time, but in like in the next year, you're going to get you have like a chance to get all the playing time." So, right. Um, and then injuries happen too, so you just never know. And mm-hmm. and, and and again, we talked about it. Keats's system allows for multiple point guards to be out on the floor at the same time. So there's there's no there's no saying. Well, we can only have one true point guard out there. So, um, right. especially if it's a, especially if it's and we even brought the name before, but a cat barber type who can shoot three, right? Because that's something that we're desperately lacking. So if you can bring in a point guard that has an outside shot, that's cherry on top. 
Go find me in yeah. Lorenzo Brown somewhere because I'd love yeah, that exactly guy. Exactly right. Yeah, he's a, he's the, he, him too. They were both great and excelled at that. He is he's got to be one of the most underrated players we've ever had. I, I would agree. I love Lorenzo Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or even Mark. Oh. Like, yeah, I love Markel too. He's he's also a guy that's very underrated. Go ahead, Craig. No, but I was just gonna. I, that would just led me to. We need to find outside shooting too. Like. We let's Very not just so. let's not just stop it because mm. again we can't assume that that big T comes back right so you know there's and Helms no is leaving and he led yeah. the team yeah so I think you got to find some shooters especially He's if you're going to run but then again, guard you set. don't need to go get the guy who ever like ever like Kansas Kentucky Duke and whoever is going to be a producer you can go get a guy who is you know, playing pretty, you know, pretty well at lower level and is looking for opportunity now to prove himself. Like you just, you don't, like, I just, I just think what Virginia Tech did. I mean, that's smart. That's I'm not smart. a big Mike Young fan still, not still not crazy about Mike Young, although he just is on historic for, for mm-hmm. that team, but he just brought in some guys from yeah. Walford. You guys from yeah. Walford who can shoot. I mean, like mm-hmm. Kevin Aluma, they said it in the game. They said he was asked at Walford uh, or where he was to hit, to, to shoot. I think he did two threes in yeah. his time at Walford. And then since they got Virginia Tech, it's he's shot 120 something threes. It's like mm-hmm. you just don't know. And it's just yeah. like you guys at lower level, not bad. They just don't have maybe different one better opportunity. So um yeah, that's what I think. I think you guys with experience who've been played at the lower level for like two or three years, want to play another one or two years um at a higher level, see if they can do it. Um and I, you know, stay can offer playing time because we were terrible. So, yeah. Yeah. oh well, man, hey, yeah, you can hit it, if you can hit a bucket, you you can play. Yeah, I no love kidding. your brutal honesty, making. <laughs> we're, we're horrible. You are. We were horrible. Well, I mean, we literally, we were. literally had the worst NCAA couldn't, basketball season. Couldn't be worse. Ever. Yep. Literally yep. had the worst. I lost well, count. Was it twenty-one losses or or twenty losses? Twenty-one. Was, 20. was twenty-one? I don't, I don't know. Twenty-one. Was it twenty one? I thought it was ACC twenty one. ACC, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. I know, right. We, we all want to relive that nightmare. So. But it, it's kind of funny though, slash, you know, sad. But it's kind of like it's not like a funny like ha ha. It's funny like oh okay like that. Literally like with football. Like if we talked football right now, I would say I mean you know our weaknesses are like offensive line, running back, like slightly. Uh, mm-hmm. but like for mm-hmm. for for basketball, it's like three point shooting, point guard. Big man, big man, bench, yeah. coaching, yeah. assistant coaching. <laughs> what about pretty much everything? Pretty sure the water guy is not even that good. Are we <laughs> the water boys? Yeah. Well, man, I, I it's you, 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 your shooting guard and your small forward would be your best, your best positions in this team this year. Yes, but you've get showed how badly you need interior presence and how badly you need a distributor. Like you just, mm-hmm. you can't. Mm-hmm. Those have got. Are those? I don't know if those. Let me ask you this: This question is an interesting question, but and I realize we're, we're right at an hour. But what would you say is the most vital position on a team? Because to me, it's point guard. Point guard, yeah, for yeah just like quarterback, just like quarterback for football. Right, right, and that, and, you, and yeah. you had nothing. I mean, you had nothing. So what you wanted, Cam, you thought Cam Hayes was going to be that? It didn't happen. So yeah. again, go find a Rainer Perez who's on a lower level, looking to have playing time. You, you yeah. can offer that, are or we, in the ACC. We... In the ACC, you can offer that. Well, and you need it, but they also have to be ACC caliber. Don't like, don't just go grab just one. Take just a guy. One. Yeah, yeah. Well, because yeah. like, give me, give me a guy like even like a guy like a Tyler Lewis, like Tyler Lewis. I like yeah. he would be perfect in the system. Why? Because again, you don't need a guy that is like a Cat Barber that's like scoring twenty five points a game. You know, you don't need that. You just need somebody so that can smart. get the ball to Big T and Sebron and Bates. And, give me and eight, for eight or, If I can bank on three assists a game on average, and average of that. I would take that in a heartbeat because mm-hmm. three, three assists yeah. a game on average no. is a lot. But give me three assists and about eight points. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't need you to score. I need you to distribute. I mean, I, now I want you to score. I want you to be dynamic. I'm not going to stop you from like, scoring. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just you know, if I can count on an average of at least of like eight points a game, two and a half, three assists a game, I would take that. And because you and know, low so, turnover margin. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want and again. It, I would pick the perfect the for a unicorn. <laughs> Allen Iverson. That's who we want. Allen Iverson. The second coming of Allen Iverson. Okay. But, yeah. I mean, I'd take Allen Iverson. It's yeah. not bad. Well, and now speaking we'll of Bubba, Bubba Chuck. Well, but and speaking of too of, of you know Allen Iverson, I mean, like the one thing I will say again, because I've seen this guy in person and, and, and talk a little bit more about Robert Dillingham is I mean, there's no doubt from watching this guy play and all the scouting reports and all the highlight tapes you see, that dude knows how to distribute. That dude knows how to make a team better than it actually is. 
Dillingham. Robert uh, Dillingham, Dilly Dilly. Oh, so I saw one of the uh, uh, recruit those ranking people um, had him as now moved up to the number six overall player in the country. Mm-hmm. So even if he reclassifies, or is that for his current uh, class? Not that it matters. I was just I curious. I think it was. I think it was. Interesting. I think it was uh, yeah. the Wolfpacker who, or the, they're now on three. I don't even know that, but it was yeah. uh, they um had something about Dillingham being uh, that. We're not going to look it up again. Now, while you're Sorry. looking that up, one guy we hadn't talked about was uh, are we just assuming that Sebron is leaving? No, or you don't back? assuming. You, I mean, I you mean, assume he stays until he announces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, guys. He's yeah, he's, he's an guess. older player. He's an older player at this point. I mean, yeah. He he just showcased what he can do. He had, you know, there was a point where he was a late first round mock drafts and for the NBA. And I don't think he needs to leave. But if he he's, even again, this is what guys want you to realize. If imagine you, you know, put yourself in this shoot. If you could be playing, um, you love basketball. It's what you love doing for a living. And you could go make a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars at least playing yeah. basketball for a living in Croatia. Uh sounds pretty sweet to me. Or well, not right now. Well, how great would that be in Moscow? No, I'm kidding. No, um, but no, but, but no, but I guess what the what the real question is though is what is his real aspiration, right? Is it is it uh-huh. to be in the NBA? Is it to be pro like you're saying and make a couple hundred thousand a year? Because right now, if he gets drafted, he's he's gonna go sit on the bench deep, and those guys don't always develop, and then they're out Which? of the league in two to three years. Mm-hmm. Um, or go play in the G League, and you know, and like yeah. that—that's right about the money that you're talking about making. So, yeah, and but, he doesn't have an outside shot yet either. That's the other problem. No, that's what they're going to want, like from yeah. from his size. So, well, he's shown it, he can do that. He's shown it. He's showing you samples. He can, yes, not consistently. Now, but, and that's the problem. Yeah. But two other points I want to make though too is one, I mean, obviously this year we've forced Sebron to do more than really what he's yeah. actually designed That's to true. do. We've point. actually That's asked him point. to do point guard when we can all scream into his microphone saying he is not a point guard. He is not a point guard. Um, but the second yeah. thing I want to point out as well is that uh, for those who don't know is again, I mean, he actually is dating uh, Jada Boyd who with the That's women's right. team right. Yeah. and she's a yeah. senior. So meaning that she's not going to be a state next year. Uh, so no, she, you know, she can come back. She's, oh, she can't come yeah. back. She has another year. Okay, cool. Well, so I, I mean, I wonder if that maybe, maybe they may, may they may make that decision together because Jada Boyd could easily maybe. go to the WNBA and be a, you know, late round draft pick easily, you know, and go yeah. go make a spot somewhere on a on a WNBA roster. So, um, yep. so that would be interesting to see what happens as well. So, uh, um, but anyway, though, so I guess we got to end this thing eventually. So again, just to kind of recap everything. So again, first of all, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all of the amazing support that we've had so far to reach this amazing milestone. Of a thousand Big subscribers on YouTube channel, yeah, I really. Shout out to my mom it. as the one thousand subscriber. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> she says she oh, wants some, she wants some swag. Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, and then also too, just to recap as well. So, uh, we'll be releasing part one of the wrestling preview tomorrow, and. If we can, which we're, we're trying to, we're going to release part two on Wednesday, so that way um, both parts will be released before the first match on Thursday morning. Um, and then also too, uh, again, so we're going to this coming week and do the live stream on Sunday since the women play Monday night, knock on wood, assuming hopefully more likely uh, they take care of Longwood or whoever that is. Um, uh, so we're going to do it Sunday night, 7.30 p.m. Uh, but and also, too, again, if, if you haven't already, make sure you can hit that subscribe button. Again, join the other thousand people out there that have joined the family. And again, you know, so that way you make sure you don't miss out on any of our new NC State content. Give this video a like so that way the YouTube algorithm and put this video in front of more NC State fans. And then also to give us a follow Tuffy Talk Now on Twitter, Instagram. And one other thing as well, I'm going to throw out there as well for all those listening in as well, is make sure if you haven't already signed up for our, our Talking with Tuffy newsletter brand new came out this morning at 6 a.m our first edition hot off the press hot off the press and again but just really it really just basically gives a summary of all things going on in state athletics so all sports uh talks basically everything coming up also to get talks a lot about what's coming up with toughy talk as well again it's free for the month of march uh so again if if, if you want to sign up for it again just go to our twitter 
page and, and, the, and the link is there again it's free for march and then starting april 1st it's only five dollars per for the entire month and or you can do fifty dollars for the entire for an entire year yep. so um, so again, very, very cheap to do. And again, it gives you a ton of information and great read for sure. Um, but again, thank you all so, so much again for your support. Really do appreciate it. And Hey, as always go pack y'all and hopefully come Sunday, we're going to be talking some, some national titles, baby. We'll talk to y'all soon. There you go. <laughs>